The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, James Breakwell, and a psychologist... <laughs> Is that also James Breakwell? It should be. It should all just be me. So I gave you the week off last week. We had a divorce lawyer in here instead. And surprisingly, he wasn't here for the divorce between me and you. But you were gone for a week for my life. And it just made my life so much easier. But anyway, that's Steve Olivas, the psychologist guy. And we try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. How are you doing today, Steve? Uh, I'm a little warm tonight. But yes. how are you? I, I never I, ask how you're doing, James. I am doing wonderful, and you, I know, have uh, have perhaps had a beverage or maybe even a box of beverages. So I a little wino. Yeah. I I look forward to your your loosey goosey <laughs> answers here. There, the inhibitions are gone, and we are going to hear what the real Steve Olivas <laughs> thinks tonight. And here is the question he's about right, to get honest got? on. All right, honest uh, on. It's like honest day, but on top. Here it is. Wait, don't quote me on that. <laughs> I love my fiance. He's a hard worker, sweet, generous, kind, has everything woman a woman like me could want. But one thing has been worrying me since we had our son. He has recently got wrapped up in the recent vaccine passport mandates as a means for global population control. And he does have some other conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories are fun sometimes, and it's healthy to question those in charge and their motives, but I don't want our son to grow up thinking the world and those in charge are constantly out to get him. My sister grew up with that mindset. Every professor in college, every boss is out to get her. My fiancé is very intelligent, college-educated, has a great social circle, but I'm trying to say he's not scaring people off by spouting these theories. He doesn't think the Earth is flat or the moon landing was fake or that 9-11 was an inside job, which is impressive because sometimes that one has me questioning. I love him and our family so much. How can we have a conversation about how it worries me the, uh, and the impact it could potentially have on our children? Am I overthinking? All right. Take it away, drunk Steve. This is a great question. I, yep. to fill in the blank. Vaccine passports, 9-11, moon. Like, it doesn't matter what the it happens to be. There's an element of these that I really agree with her. It is sort of fun. Like, I remember reading the Da Vinci Code, and I think you and I both grew up Catholic. And I remember reading that going, ooh, like the thread that he sort of pulls through this actually fits all the data. Like, it's kind of cool to do that kind of thing. But on the other hand... The problem with these is when you add stress to the environment, people that kind of lean a little bit toward uh, I have trouble coping with this stuff and defining boundaries between what's real and what's not, you add some stress to that and it can kind of push them into this zone full bore. And I'm glad that he's not like uh, every conspiracy is true. but. Your husband sounds like, and I'm talking to you, James, your husband sounds like a (laughs) rational guy. Like the, the thing that I would use to try to talk him off the ledge with this stuff and it doesn't matter which side you fall on. Like, uh, you can get a little kooky on either side. And again, 
right down the middle, it's a cool party trick where everyone gets a little lit and talks about this stuff. And it's like, you know, the moon landing. And they go, ooh. But uh, is that it, it's hard to raise people to be victims. Like all of a sudden, every bad thing that happens to you is someone else's fault. And it sounds like the letter writer knows somebody like that. Was it her sister? Did she say? Yeah, like her that? sister. Yeah. Like those people, uh, it, it, they have a hard time um, evolving because it's hard for them to take responsibility. They filter everything through a mindset of who is victimizing me now. And I try to coach my clients out of that mindset. Like, it doesn't do you any good to be a victim all the time. It feels good because then you sort of absolve yourself of any responsibility. But from a personal growth standpoint, I did just slur through that because I almost <laughs> missed my tongue when I was trying to hit the back of my teeth. But from a personal growth standpoint, it doesn't do you any good. It stunts you. If you don't see what do I have control over and what do I not have control over, the common denominator in every relationship is you. And until you can sort of understand that and forgive yourself for past wrongs and congratulate yourself for past good decisions, it's hard to grow and mature as a person. So you end up stuck in this adolescent mindset because that's what teenagers do. Teenagers are like, oh, my stupid mom, she has all these dumb rules and screw her. Like teenagers are all about me, me, me. It's all about me. And if something goes wrong, I am the victim here. But people mature out of that when they become adults and sort of accept I can control like this serenity prayer, control the things I can. Uh, let I don't remember how the damn serenity prayer goes, but <laughs> I should probably say it a few times tonight myself. But uh, the wisdom to know the difference is how that prayer ends. And it's like, don't call it a prayer. Call it a mantra. The wisdom to know the difference between what I can and cannot control. So all of that wrapped back around to if your husband... <laughs> James Breakwell's husband, is trying to raise kids that are responsible adults, they do have to get raised in a position of what is it you learned from that? What can you control? What might you have done differently there? Yeah, it looks like they have all the power, but what could you have done to change the dynamic of that interaction with your boss or with your teacher or with your older sister or with your friend? Like, what part can you play to make this turn out differently than it did? Sometimes you can't. I've had teachers that can't stand me, and I don't know why, because I'm a pretty <laughs> cool cat, James. But at the end of the day, the teacher has all the power, and uh, they can be a jerk if they want to, and there's nothing I can do about it. But I can also try to make my own breaks, go up and talk to the teacher afterwards, try to figure out what it is that they want, figure out what the feedback meant. Maybe I interpreted it differently. All of that to say, don't get raised. Wait, that don't raise your kids to be victims in the world. Raise your kids to be um, on top of their own game. All right. That, that's that's I, I, the period I, yeah. at the end of my... Yeah, my I figured I figured you probably wanted me to start speaking, but are not of sound enough mind to have a smooth transition at this point. So I'm just going to take the torch and run with it. Uh, I, I'd say, uh, just overall, there's really not much risk of these conspiracy theories infecting your kids. Like, I'm, I'm 
really confident that your kid does not care what dad thinks about vaccine mandates or any other conspiracy theory. Like kids just don't care. And unless you're, he's ranting about it every single night at the dinner table, that's fine. I'm, I'm actually a big believer that people can have un, you know, unpopular belief. I'm I, unpopular beliefs. I'm, I'm a big fan of free speech. And I'm also a big fan of if you have some super popular opinion, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to spout it out everywhere. So, okay, he believes these things, but he can clearly keep it under check enough that he Ooh. stays employed. He keeps it under check enough that he still has friends he he keeps it under he keeps it checked enough that you're still gonna marry him and so i've got to think he can keep it checked enough that he can be a good dad like that he's not gonna go and when he's giving little jimmy a talk about how to play t-ball that he works in the thing about the lizard people like i'm sure he's found a way to compartmentalize this so if he wants to go on you know conspiracy theory websites or do whatever and have all these Believes fine. I just draw the line and say, just don't talk about it in front of the kids, and that's really all you have to say about it. Uh, in general, Ooh. where I, where I fall on the conspiracy theory uh, kind of platform is, I just remember two essential things about human beings: people are selfish and incompetent. So anytime I'm faced with a conspiracy theory, I got to say, how does that line up with this? So it's like, okay, the moon landing. Did we fake that? Are we really so competent that we could have, you know, faked this in front of the world and kept it secret for 50 or 60 years? Like, there's no way. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, could, you know, this business be lying to us about, you know, what they're doing? Well, could they be being selfish? Yes. Does that require a grand conspiracy or does it just require a few incompetent people to cut some corners? Like, I'm way more inclined uh, to believe things like that. But just in general, we all have unpopular beliefs. We all have uh, things that people get tired of hearing about. And sometimes it's okay to keep them to your yourselves uh old james breakwell used to love arguing especially about politics i used to have all sorts of strong opinions and eventually it, it sunk in it took a lot of years a lot of stupidity mm. but i finally realized that nobody cares and nobody changes their mind and that just really took all the fun out of arguing like you will literally never win a political argument no matter what you say no matter what you do you're not going to change somebody's mind but you can still have your own beliefs. And I think conspiracy theories kind of fall in that camp. You're not going to win any converts. You're not going to convert anybody who wasn't already going to convert on their own anyway. So keep it to yourself. Don't infect the kids. And just keep on living your life. And uh, don't be a victim. I mean, that is that definitely is a good mindset as well. So view them as a fun diversion and not the thing that defines you, uh, who you are as a person. Uh, any closing thoughts, Steve? Or are you just going to snooze off? How dare you no i remember <laughs> hearing recently i will always remember this don't mistake nefarious for dumb ah. that, uh, people are, especially people at the top end up a lot dumber than you think they are and they'll screw up and then make excuses for why they didn't screw up and tell you that you're wrong for thinking they screwed up which is what fuels a lot of this conspiracy thought that uh, oh so what evil plot could they have behind that dumb decision sometimes they're just dumb sometimes a cigar is a cigar that's my closing thought and that's uh, and you know what that there's just so much truth to that it's really i don't believe in centrally directed conspiracies with uh you know a grand overarching plan and a secret cabal but i absolutely believe in things where somebody screws up and then they try to cover their tracks like that's a hundred percent a thing and yeah. that's something that we do on a weekly basis with these podcast episodes well if you would that like us brilliant. yeah so if you'd like to see us try to skate through 
through and sort of answer your question, send that in to James Breakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's exploding unicorn with the E. It doesn't have to be a marriage question. It can be, uh, you know, parent, child, platonic, friends, whatever you've got, send it in. This has been another week of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back. <laughs>